0: AM 1450, WKXL 103.9 on the FM dial in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in the Manchester area. It is another edition of Kale and Company. We are presented by Weed Family Automotive, conveniently located at 124 Store Street in Concord. You can call them for an appointment right now, 603-225-7988, or you can make one online. At WeedFamilyAutomotive.com, Kitty Ray is back. I'm here. Welcome back. Thank you. Great to have you with us again on Kale and Company. And last time, one of our main topics of conversation was the incident, the slap heard round the world at the Academy Awards. And you know that uh, Wednesday night, yes, uh, at the Wilbur Theater in Boston, Chris Rock appeared. In the first of six sold out shows yes. over three nights. And I was looking on uh, StubHub, and those tickets were going for at least, at least $400 a piece no on StubHub. Wow. I wish I had looked last week, but who would have known, right? Yeah, you wouldn't know. Who would have known you to look? No. In fact, I didn't even know last week that Chris Rock was going to be in Boston. <laughs> Uh, but he's at the Wilbur Theater, and uh, he appeared on a Wednesday night. Comedian and actor Chris Rock dressed in all white uh, kicked off his uh, Wednesday night show after a thunderous, it's described here, this article I'm reading from uh, Fox News, a thunderous three-minute standing ovation wow. at his first stand-up show since Will Smith slapped his face at the Oscars. On Sunday night. So he started out by saying, How was your weekend?
1: <laughs> oh!
0: Rock asked the sold out crowd at the Wilbur Theater, 1,200 seats in Boston. He said, uh, I had a whole list of jokes before this week happened. <laughs> uh, since the shocking incident at the Oscars, sales for the uh, Chris Rock Ego Death World Tour 2022. That's what he's calling it, the Chris Rock. Ego Death World Tour 2022 have skyrocketed and says soaring to over a thousand dollars per ticket. Wow. Meanwhile, the uh sold-out shows saw tickets reselling for more than eight hundred dollars. So
1: that is unreal.
0: There you go. What yeah?
1: That, no, that's unreal. You know, it's funny when it's ego death.
0: Ego death world tour.
1: Okay, so this was named. Before, obviously, yes. all this happened, so this was not Correct. based on his ego or
0: right.
1: or yeah. anything like that, right? Correct, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Wednesday night uh, marks the first time Rock spoke publicly on the issue. Rock told a sold-out crowd that he was kind of still processing what happened in his words that night. Smith... Uh, of course, uh, as you know, Will Smith charged the stage and slapped Chris Rock after the Oscar uh, host, uh, or one of them, or one of the right. presenters, Presenters, yeah, joked about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's shaved head. So the Men in Black star, being uh, Will Smith, was not happy with the comedian's remark that Jada's shaved haircut was reminiscent of the famous film character G.I. Jane. Since 2018, Jada Pinkett Smith has openly suffered with the hair loss condition, alopecia. Jada, G.I. Jane 2, I can't wait to see it, Rock said on stage, of course. And uh, and uh, Pinkett Smith was uh, visibly annoyed, rolling her eyes at the comment. Her husband shot up on stage and open-palmed Rock in the face before returning to his seat and, uh, you know, shouted a few obscenities when uh, he got there. Fifteen minutes after the altercation, Smith apologized to the Academy and his fellow stars while accepting his award for Best Actor in his role in uh, the movie King Richard, playing uh, Richard Williams, the dad of uh, Serena and Venus Williams, and the tennis star's upbringing. So anyway, it goes on, and... uh, as Chris Rock was uh, on stage in Boston for Wednesday night for, for three nights, and uh, you know we'll see what happens. The situation with Will Smith is still uh, very much up in the air as far as you know what the Academy is uh, going to do about it. If anything, uh, Smith, of course, uh, broke the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences code of conduct. The actor who walked on stage and at least appeared to slap Chris Rock after the comedian made a joke about his wife Sunday night, was asked but refused to leave the ceremony, according to the Associated Press. He was asked to leave but did not. So, uh, and I quote here from a statement from the Academy, the Board of Governors initiated disciplinary action uh, against uh, Mr. Smith for violations of the Academy's standards of conduct including inappropriate physical contact abusive or threatening behavior and compromising the integrity of the academy and you know how much integrity the academy has uh, smith was given 15 days notice of a vote regarding his violations and possible sanctions and has a chance to provide a written response the academy has said the academy said in its statement The next board meeting is scheduled for April 18th, according to Variety. Uh, The board held the emergency meeting to discuss possible consequences for the actor according to the entertainment site, meaning uh, Variety. Variety. So, anyway, we we don't know what kind of sanctions. If he'll be, you know, uh, banned from the uh, Academy Awards for the next couple of years, will his award be taken away possibly taken away for best actor it was his first academy award yeah and it it is in jeopardy i would would have to think
1: yeah you know and it's just still oh i am still not sold that this is real yeah and and, i still am not because when i hear you say that they asked him to leave Mm -hmm. i mean how 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 did they ask him you know like did the people try to escort him away out of the Dolby Theater and he refused? Did it just like, uh, come on, motion? Yeah. You know, I I don't know. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure about all of it's this. There's still a lot
0: of questions. Still a lot of questions that uh, remain up in the air and uh, who knows when we'll get any and, clarification.
1: But. And guess what? We are still talking about it.
0: Yep. yep. Chris
1: Rock is having sold out crowds. All right. Will yeah. Smith's name is in the paper every day. Every day, every place, even here, that we turn yeah. on, on and yeah. off, we're right. going to hear about it for what? Till next year, possibly. Uh, who knows? Wh- and who I, knows? and I have said this before. I really feel bad for the hosts of the th- the three comedians the that did. Yeah, the hosts. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are not talking about them, are we?
0: We're not talking about anything else but this as far Correct. as the uh, awards Correct. are concerned. Correct. I mean, yeah. have we
1: already forgotten, you know, like who won, you know, the best sure. pictures? Yeah. So is this, again, is this all a ploy to, you know, the ratings for next year to see what's
0: going Who's to happen? Who's going to get punched next year? Exactly. Yeah, that, you know, the, exactly. Uh, the, uh, the Academy's scrambling to see what they can do for next year to top this.
1: Yeah, and but, we know that people can be sanctioned very quickly on yeah. Twitter. On places like that, their accounts are deleted, and then we supposedly have this guy who's been. And again, I am a Will Smith fan, I, and I've said yeah. that. And yeah. but, well, there's
0: millions you know, of them up. Yes, I too. I got
1: jiggy with him way back. There you go. Okay. Fresh Prince. And there's nothing like Lair. yes, Miami. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's. I really, truly am a fan of his. However, yeah. I do believe. Um, I don't know. I. I hope if he is having some mental issues. And you know what else came out? Did you see this about his relationship with his wife? That today, her... uh, I don't know if they were lovers, but it was um, said that they had an open marriage. right? And they allowed this um, August... I can't remember his last name. Angus, come into their home. I'm talking about the Smiths' home. And then uh, Jada's relationship with him became... Uh, physical and will supposedly okayed it, and so that became the joke. I mean, this has been like a few years ago, mm-hmm. and even at the Academy Awards,
0: right? The right.
1: Um, I think it was Regina Hall made reference oh, to it yeah. and joked about yeah,
0: it. But that was okay. That right. was okay. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. This yeah. is such yeah. a
1: double-edged sword here yeah. that
0: yeah.
1: is that if it was real, that might have driven him to it, not the GI Joe thing. It might have been making fun or of or it. Or GI
0: Jane. Yeah. Or I mean, yeah. excuse me. Or GI Jane. <laughs> excuse me.
1: But to me, and the GI Jane thing yeah. was yeah. a pretty. I would like to be called a GI Jane. I mean, she was, I was. She was rock hard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Can yeah. kick butt. I mean, I if truly GI Jane could have slapped him much harder yeah. than Will Smith had done, if that indeed had happened. Yeah. So maybe he was embarrassed. Maybe that's Man. what embarrassed him.
0: Maybe. Uh, it could be. It could have all, you know, um, come to a head with that remark by yeah. uh, Chris Rock. So. Yeah.
1: Well, I have to tell uh, you something. <clears throat> Prior to coming here and talking to you, yes, I actually was with a group of ladies, yeah. and there were eight of us. Yeah. And we were at a local restaurant having some actually Mexican food. Yeah. And... Um, that topic came up. It came up. And
0: uh, of course, I mean, it's what it everybody's did. talking about. It's
1: the water cooler. Uh, until topic. I have another
0: story that's may okay. top that one. But oh, Lord. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> so I actually took a little poll.
0: You took a poll? I did. Yes. At the dinner table. Yes.
1: And for half of us, it was cr- right down the middle. Four think it's fake. And part of it was just like me the way he was slapped. I uh, didn't, uh, Chris Rock didn't seem scared. When he came up on the stage, you're like, ooh, what happened? Or what's happening? None of that. And then the other four thought, they were thinking, nope, they thought it was real. And uh, so it was really interesting. Were they interesting. all
0: watching at no, the time? No, at the time. But when it ha- you don't have happened. to
1: watch it. Oh at no! The time. I, mean, the YouTube, yeah. I mean,
0: it's on all over the place. YouTube,
1: yeah. uh, all of these. CMZ
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. ESPN. Yes. <laughs> Fox USA, News. You, uh, yes. CNN. Yes. You name it. It's W-K-X-L. all. It's all over the place. <laughs> yes. All over the place. It
1: is. But so it was very interesting. And so no six. Six of us had seen it, two did not. But based on the evidence that they saw and interpreted, um, and I guess what you're hearing on the news and reading too. So it was right down the middle. So maybe that's what we're talking right now. You felt it was real, I felt it was fake.
0: So Yeah, I and I I, I still stick to that. I'll yeah. stick to that. And I'm
1: gonna still stick to yeah, I think well, that it was yeah. um, it was staged on the stage, if I may say that.
0: You yeah you can say that and because hey. I I think people are still split on that issue yeah yes yep whether or not it was staged but uh, we will find out what the academy has to say in the uh, not too distant future and uh, so there you have it
1: and if they do take his academy award away from him yeah I then will believe it because mm-hmm. for it to go that if he just gets no pun intended a slap on the hand right. Right. I'm still going to believe that it was staged. But if they do some type of taking, um, if he's banned or taking the Academy Award away from him, then I will believe it. Not until then.
0: All right. So I think eight, yeah, April 18th, they're going to convene once again. So there you go. All right. So uh, uh, this broke on uh, Wednesday night. Okay. You can And I, I'm reading now from, what am I reading from? Uh, Peter King's. Football Morning in America column, okay? Add this to the craziest, newsiest NFL season in (sighs) modern league history. Bruce Arians, who coached the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a Super Bowl victory less than 14 months ago, is stepping aside... No! ...to take a front office role with the team, effective immediately. You
1: are kidding me. That happened?
0: It happened Wednesday night. Oh, it my gosh. It happened Wednesday night. And this is from Peter King, who is a number one NFL authority. Oh. Tampa Bay will install Arians' preferred successor, defensive coordinator Todd Bowles, as the new head coach. Bowles, who's 58, previously coached the Jets to a 24-20 and record in 2015 through 2018, his only full-time head coaching job. Bowles, who is black, would become the sixth minority head coach in the league, joining Mike Tomlin of the Steelers, mm-hmm. Ron Rivera of Washington, Robert Sala of the Jets, Mike McDaniel of Miami, and Lovey Smith yeah, in Houston. Yeah, The move comes as a surprise, but perhaps
1: hmm. not a shock. I like what Arians,
0: the most colorful coach in a buttoned-up pro game. Said he started thinking about stepping aside at the NFL scouting combine a month ago. He is a a prostate cancer survivor and was hospitalized due to an illness late in his first head coaching tenure in Indianapolis in 2012. He's suffering from a torn Achilles right now. But when he explained his reasons, health wasn't the big thing. He (laughs) said he's relinquishing the Tampa Bay job because succession has always been huge for me. With the organization in probably the best shape it's been in its history, with Tom Brady coming back, I'd rather see Todd in position to be successful and not have to take some, quote-unquote, crappy job. I'm uh, probably retiring next year anyway in February, so I control the narrative right now. I don't control it next February because if Brady gets hurt, we go 10-7 and and it's an open interview for the job, I've got 31 coaches and their families that depend on me. My wife is big on not letting those families down. So, Bruce Arians officially out oh, as head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No
1: way. That is Todd Bowles something. is in. Wow. There's... You know what? I am ready. My head is going to explode. This whole, what, is this preseason stuff? What is this? Postseason? Where are we now? Because it feels Uh, like we haven't stopped. Let's put
0: it this way. The NFL is always in season. Yeah, they are. Always in season. Yes. But
1: the Tom Brady, oh my gosh, I don't know where to.
0: It's been bizarre. It's been a bizarre offseason. Well, as Peter King. Yeah. Uh, Put it, uh, you know, in in his first line. uh, First line of the uh, article. He says how how bizarre it was uh, this uh, off season. So wow, uh, wacky off season.
1: It is a wacky one, the craziest,
0: one for sure. newsiest NFL off in modern league history. And Bruce Arians oh. has coached his final game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Well, you know what this is all going to be out in the has been in the news and will be. Tom Brady had something to do with this. That's oh, what's course. going to happen. Oh, of course. And you know what is in the back of my mind Donald right now? Donald
0: Trump had something to do with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Trump's fault. It's Trump's fault. Yeah, it was Trump's fault. <laughs> well, it was all Trump's fault.
1: Now, who wasn't it just like a few months ago that Tom Brady, when he retired but didn't retire, and then retired and did, I don't know how many times to repeat uh, that, but uh, he mentioned Sean Payton.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there has Miami, been talk. yeah, uh, and something,
1: but not yeah. as a head coach. So could you see what's coming up now? Maybe Todd Bowles?
0: Well, Todd Bowles is now the, yeah. the head coach it, of no, the Tampa no. Bay Buccaneers. I'm just saying,
1: uh, if Sean Payton's name doesn't come in the mix in mm. the next few weeks or whatever, yeah. in some level with this, I'll be surprised.
0: Mm, I, I would be surprised. And why uh, do you say I, that? I would be surprised. Well, I mean, it, apparently this was... The decision of of Bruce Arians that he, you know, uh, is, you know, he wanted Todd Bowles to succeed him. Oh,
1: I think Todd will stay. I'm just saying, Sean's going to come in in some capacity. capacity. He's going to come in in some capacity, maybe not on the sidelines. Couldn't he be somewhere? Oh, sure.
0: He could be in the front office. I'm sure. Yeah. And Uh, that was one of Brady's. Some kind of a consultant or what have you. Yeah. I I think, though, that's going to wait maybe another year because Brady's contract is up. After this year. And he would be a free agent. He was not a free agent at the end of this year. Right. He was not a free agent. And he was and not 35. Arians, <laughs> and Bruce Arians wanted at least five number one draft picks of another team wanted him. At least okay. five number one draft picks. For Brady. For Brady. Yes. And they, 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 didn't, they called his bluff is right. what they did. Right. Right. Because you know Tom Brady thinks he can walk on water, yeah. But they called his bluff. Oh, (laughs) he called his—he, you know—they called his bluff. Tampa Bay called his bluff. They wouldn't deal him like he wanted to be dealt. I think he probably wanted to be dealt to either Miami or San Francisco. Correct. Uh, I think the Miami thing is still very much in Brady's future—not for this coming season, but for the 2023. Oh my gosh, you're talking about that.
1: Would he still be playing?
0: Well, that remains to be seen, but I think he's building, apparently, a mansion in the Miami area. He's building a mansion there. Right. And that's where his permanent home is going to be. In Miami? Yeah, In that vicinity. Yeah. Yeah. In the Miami area. And it's already under construction, as I understand it. And I think that's where he wants to be. And I wouldn't be surprised if he, one day, in the not-too-distant future, is a at least a part owner of yeah. the Miami Dolphins. Is
1: he pulling like a Derek Jeter or someone yeah, like that? Well, Is that
0: Der- what Derek Jeter uh, was right. uh, a part owner of the uh, Miami Marlins, but yeah. uh, he's he's not anymore.
1: Right.
0: He's not. He stepped away from that. Uh, and uh, I don't know all the reasons behind that, but I think the Miami Dolphins could still be in Tom Brady's future.
1: future but not this season.
0: But, but I think regardless of what Brady may say publicly, I bet he is popping a cork or uh, popping the cork <laughs> on a bottle of champagne uh, because uh, maybe a I, couple of them I don't think he and Bruce Arians uh, no. necessarily saw eye to eye let's put it that way well, you and know that what? might be one of the reasons that Arians is stepping aside as well as head coach Gosh. Still remaining in the organization, but stepping aside as head coach.
1: That is some good acting then because you know what? All of the years with Belichick and here in New England, yeah. it appeared. Did you ever think there was any any um, unhappiness by Belichick yeah. and Brady? No, no you kind no. of they do the game. Brady I, became yeah. the robot, like Bill Belichick, how they answered things. You never heard of any really bad. Or you know like I,
0: I think if there was any deterioration in that relationship it happened as a result of deflategate yeah because and... Belichick did not perhaps defend Brady as much as Brady would have liked yeah yeah
1: you know. he let the air out of the ball. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? That, that's yeah. A,
0: yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> No, but you know, so, but to get back to Brady and the coaches, yeah. then you had Arians last year, Yeah. huggy, kissy on the sidelines. Yay, Brady and, yeah. oh, and everything. Yeah. Of course. And, but then this comes out. It's like, what yeah. is this? Yeah. This has been a wacky, wacky time. Yeah, it Maybe, is. You know, I'm a Tom Brady fan. I, I mean, I'm a Patriot fan. But I, I like Tom Brady. I cheer for him. Uh, you know, I would want him to be successful. But I'm thinking, wait a minute, there might be some some drama. Well, he might be
0: a drama queen. Well, I think I don't think there's any doubt that there because are because now he's like so many athletes in his, his position and there are only a handful really in his position are basically drama queens. I mean you look at the the, the king drama queen In the NBA. Who was that? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Who was that?
1: LeBron, the king. LeBron James. Right.
0: Right. Oh. I, mean, I mean, you never see You had it. to spoil us, didn't you? You never see it. You never see it in <laughs> hockey.
1: You don't. I
0: mean, once in a while you see prima donnas in, yes, in baseball. That's... But but I, I would say, you know, you look at Brady and he's, uh, you know, he's the the king of football. There's no doubt about it. And I, I will say that the NFL is a better league with him in it than without, without Tom Brady. But
1: the other thing, though, about the drama queen and football. Yeah. I will say for Tom Brady he played I think for the love of the sport because he could have gone
0: for big big money. Well, he, yeah, he took Couldn't a, he? he took a lot less money. He did. To stay with the Patriots. Yeah. See, no no doubt about it. He really
1: it. did. So I will give that to him. It was I truly believe his love for the sport.
0: And on that note, we'll take a quick break here. It is Kale & Company. Kitty Ray is here. Lots of things breaking. Oh, oh man. Lots of things going Wait, on yeah. oh. in the world of entertainment <laughs> and sports and other stuff, too. Oh. All right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by Weed Family Automotive. Oh, welcome back. It is Kale & Company at the AM 1450 WKXL 103.9 FM. On the uh, dial in Concord, 101.9 in the Manchester area. And we are presented by Weed Family Automotive, 124 Store Street in Concord. I know you uh, ate Mexican recently, (laughs) not too long ago. And uh, I understand from an article that was in a recent Concord Monitor that avocados are more expensive than they have ever been
1: they have in fact are you a fan of avocado not really
0: I'm, I'm, these, I'm not a big fan I'm I, you know I could take it or leave it okay I, and you know if I'm in a Mexican restaurant and uh, you know I have like a fajita for example oh yes I, I'm not and they bring out some guacamole with the, to go along with the oh. fajita yeah, what I like to do with a fajita okay is, tell me. is just take. You know, what's in it, the chicken or or the steak or or the seafood seafood, and the peppers and the onions and and all that great stuff that goes with it. I I don't even put them in their little wrap I I, or whatever you call it, their tortilla or or, or whatever it is. Uh, I just like to smother it with salsa.
1: Oh, my and, God. And eat it that way. <laughs> okay. Then yeah. I would be probably eating your tortillas, your yeah,
0: yeah.
1: your sour cream, your guacamole. Right. I am a huge avocado fan. In yeah. fact, I, they're sweet, the buttery, yeah. and guacamole. There's not enough at a table. I'd be eating off at the next door yeah. neighbor's table yeah. if I could. But the avocado prices, they're saying they've surged to 24-year high Yes, since 19. 19- 98. And wow. it's due to a, a um, there's no avocados. Mex- in Mexico, they're like, the prices have jumped to the highest in more than two decades. And it's because of the supplies are so low. Just hmm. not your cars. Just not. <laughs> it's, it's now avocados. And the prices are so high because of the demand. I mean, it, we don't have any out there. And it's saying the lower availability and supply pressures are the main suspects for this and the mexican avocados output has seen a drop by eight percent in the 21-22 crop year for a record high of the previous season and it says american importers of the fruit are still catching up from a temporary ban on the shipments um streaming because of the threats against the u.s inspectors Mm. in
0: mexico
1: Uh, And the Mexico, Mexico accounts for 80% of the avocados consumed in the United States.
0: 80%. Yes.
1: California, which feeds about 15% of the Americans demand. Theirs are going to see a forecast of a higher amount, but not as much as the Mexican avocados coming in. So if you think just buying your milk and other things in the stores, I mean, look. All of, even soap powder and things like that are so high. I'm not even going to mention gas. But avocados. Going to this restaurant,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to pay. It's almost like double. We oh, had it. Yeah. When I I told you when I went out with my friends and yeah. Uh, yeah, so we could only how how expensive is it? We could only afford one. One avocado. One avocado <laughs> for the eight of us. Did no, it really is. It is. It's so um, very expensive. Very, very.
0: Well, in, in another line of work uh, that I'm in, I, I frequent uh, various grocery stores uh, in the area and uh, see at uh, one particular store, I, I always see a whole big box full of avocados. Good looking uh, avocados. Do you touch that, them? That I do. I and do. They... I do touch okay. them, yes. So you
1: know if there's...
0: Hard or soft, okay. yeah. All right. yeah.
1: Well, you do know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, and, but, uh, but, I mean, I have not seen those prices, you know, at least around here, escalate. People are still, and there's still plenty available, at least in the stores around here. And, uh, you know, they're not, they're like 79 cents a piece, something like that. It's, uh, you know. but They've been but, cheaper. But, yeah, I guess. They've been cheaper. I don't know. But, uh, you know, they, they still seem... Relatively reasonable, but my guess is they will probably be escalating to uh, a higher price or not be there at all. Right. In the not too distant future.
1: And they're saying that the U.S. per capita consumption of yeah. avocados yeah. has more than doubled since 2010.
0: People, to love over their nine avocados. pounds per capita. I, I have to say that's a lot. That's, <laughs> that's one food item I would not miss. Uh, well, I pass would not them this miss way. it. Well, I'd be more than happy to if I can get my hands on it. But yes. I, I know one place that for sure I could get my hands on some.
1: And, you know, another right thing now. at this Mexican restaurant, yeah. you know, we're talking about, you know, certain things that you can and cannot have. But, uh, like, there's a lot of tequila. Yep. There was a Plenty lot of tequila. A lot of uh, Tito's vodka. Yeah. But I didn't really look to see about any type of Russian...
0: Ah, uh, uh-huh. Russian vodka. So when we walked yeah.
1: by the... Well,
0: it's been banned from the uh, New stores. stores.
1: I know, and that's why I'm saying that. Right. I didn't do, like, an investigative
0: report. Uh, You'll report. have to do that. You oh, my have, God, may I? Yes, you, okay. you can do an investigative report <laughs> on the availability of Russian vodka. Uh, of vodka. Which is one of their most famous products, obviously. Yes. Uh, you can do an investigation of that, an investigative report on uh, Russian vodka and its availability in New Hampshire restaurants since it's been banned. Yes. All forms of Russian alcohol have been uh, banned from the New Hampshire liquor store shelves by Governor Sununu. I know. Yep. And I'll
1: keep you abreast and I'm of glad these he avocado prices. I'm glad he did that.
0: We don't need Russian vodka. We got plenty of vodka from That's this right. country. That's Right. Plenty of Tito's of and everything else. Grey Goose, whatever. <laughs> you name it. Uh, any kind of vodka you can name. We have plenty of it. We don't need it from Russia. We don't need it from them anymore. So, all right. We will uh, take a break here. It is Kale and company. And uh, could there be trouble ahead for the Boston Celtics, depending on who their first round or any round Playoff opponent could be a specific team. I have in mind, could there be issues for the Boston Celtics? We'll tackle that right after these words on WKXL, TalkRadio.com, presented by Weed Family Automotive of Concord. Welcome back to your home for Boston Celtics basketball. In the uh, greater Concord, Manchester area, WKXL, 103.9 in the Capital Region, 101.9 in the Manchester area, 14.50 a.m., nhtalkradio.com. Of course, no no Celtics on nhtalkradio.com. We can't scream those games. But uh, over the air, we have every single Celtics game. And when asked directly within the past 36 hours if their teams are fully vaccinated... Both the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers declined to comment to ESPN, opening the possibility that both teams could potentially be missing players in road games of a first-round playoff series against the Toronto Raptors. Right. Because they could not play unvaccinated in Toronto. Now, there was a recent game that the Celtics played in toronto they were without the injured rob williams uh, they said that uh, jason tatum had uh, you know a, an achy knee that night and also on the sidelines were Jalen brown and al horford now i heard recently that uh, jason tatum was quoted now this was in the preseason okay uh, that he was uh, asked on media day by uh, a reporter uh, if in fact he had been vaccinated And uh, he said, yes, he said, yes, he was. But, you know, he respects, you know, others' rights not to be if they don't desire to be vaccinated. Now, it's come down to the fact that uh, there seems to be two major questions on the Celtics, and they're not saying if everybody's vaccinated. But the two obvious question marks uh, that we have uh, boiled it down to are Jalen Brown and Al Horford, because they were mysteriously missing Monday night from that game in Toronto without any apparent injury issues. Right. They just
1: didn't say why they were right. not there, correct?
0: Right. Yeah. And you would think in a game where they did not have Rob Williams. Right. They Because he's injured. They did not, did not have Jason Tatum because his knee, knee wasn't right. Mm-hmm. You would think. You know, this would be a game certainly that Jalen Brown and or Al Horford wouldn't miss if they could possibly play. Correct. Or be told. Because that- it was a big game in the standings against a conference rival and a possible playoff foe. So that was very mysterious on uh, on that night when the Celtics were in Toronto. Entering uh, play on Wednesday of this week, the Miami Heat-Milwaukee Bucks. Celtics and 76ers within one loss of each other atop the Eastern Conference standings, meaning that they could wind up in any, any order between now and the end of the regular season on April the 10th. So any of them could face the possibility of having to travel to Toronto for a first-round series against the Raptors. Right. As of January 15th, players need to be fully vaccinated to enter Canada. The Heat and the Bucks did confirm to ESPN that their teams are fully vaccinated so they would have no issues in Toronto. Celtics on Monday uh, played their first game in Toronto since the vaccination requirement went into effect, and they lost in overtime. But they, they hung tough for they a team did. that was so undermanned.
1: They did. I yeah. actually watched it. I thought they were actually going to get beaten bad. Yeah. And. Uh,
0: but they didn't. They no, lost they in overtime not. in that particular game. Yeah. You know, I know you watched that game, and I know you watched another game as well that night, and that was one of the classic uh, women's basketball games in the history of women's basketball. Uh, The uh, University of Connecticut in North Carolina State uh, in uh, an Elite Eight game, which was played in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Right. And uh, that game went into double overtime. It did,
1: didn't it? It was double unreal. OT
0: and the Yukon Huskies led by their veteran head coach Gino Oriyama qualified for their 14th consecutive final four. That
1: is something. That it, that is really something. I tell you just I, I was tired just watching watching them oh, play. Yeah. I mean it was yeah. so aggressive and I was the um, I can't remember her name, Paige who, Beckers.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: So she it was saying she's going to go home because she's what from,
0: from Minnesota, Minnesota. And, and the final four is at the Target Center, yes, in Minneapolis, yes, and that is going to be on so, uh, on Friday, April 1st. Okay, they, they will uh play the uh semifinals, the final four at uh. 8 o'clock, uh, well, I should say at 7 o'clock on, uh, on Friday night, the 1st of April, it's uh, South Carolina against Louisville. And then around 9.30, Stanford will take on the Stanford of the East, Yukon, <clears throat> at uh, around uh,
1: 9.30. Why do they say that?
0: They don't say it. I only say that because, because my daughter part- went there.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think anybody else okay. has ever referred to yes. UConn as the Stanford of the East. But yes. I, I
1: was thinking because they were both powerhouses yep. somewhat.
0: Well, you know, Stanford, right? they always called, you know, like Harvard was the Stanford of the East. Oh, but, okay. But we'll, we'll, we're we'll, going to say UConn. So this case, then. say UConn. Okay. Uh, so UConn in the final four for the 14th consecutive year, all under Giro, Gino Oriema, They have won 11 national championships. And uh, what, what a run they have had and continue to have. Yes. They were a little banged up this year. Uh, there was a lot of concern whether uh, UConn would make it this far, but uh, they have. So congratulations yes. uh, to the Huskies. And then, of course, the men's final four. By the way, the women's uh, championship game will be Sunday night, the 3rd of April at 8 p.m. Oh, okay. Uh, Eastern time. And the men's final four uh, on uh, Saturday, April 2nd, Kansas Villanova. Followed by Duke, North Carolina, the biggest rivalry in college basketball. And the winners will meet Monday at 920. If anybody cares.
1: Of course we care.
0: Hockey's Frozen Four has been determined. And Hockey's Frozen Four is taking place this year, April 7th for the semifinals and 9th for the championship game. April the 9th at TD Garden in Boston.
1: What is the, the frozen, frozen Four? The
0: Frozen Four is the like the final four in basketball, but it's Frozen Four because they're on ice.
1: Okay, but college?
0: College, oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, college. Okay. And the semifinals on the uh, 7th of April will be Michigan versus Denver, and that's a 5 o'clock game at 8.30, Minnesota, Minnesota against Minnesota State.
1: Whoa. At
0: the TD Garden. So all the teams wow. from out west – it would have been nice uh, the, the defending national champion is uh, UMass mm-hmm. UMass Amherst Yeah, they're not but there. they did not make it and Northeastern had a chance to uh, to play at the Garden but uh, they didn't make it either. So it's all teams from the west. Michigan, Denver, Minnesota takes on Minnesota State and good seats still available folks. I was
1: going to say that's the day to go to a Hawk, to TD Garden yep. to uh, see a game. That's
0: it. Yeah. Two wow. two games. Yeah. It, yeah. For me,
1: it's kind of like the the Washington Caps playing the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I I went to one Frozen Four, which was at the uh, old Detroit Olympia in 1979, when both UNH and Dartmouth played oh, in the Frozen Four. Not against each other. Uh, yeah. They they were unfortunately they uh, both they played in the consolation game.
1: Oh, oh, I.
0: <laughs> M- Minnesota. Coached by Herb Brooks. Oh won you the, and A- won the championship that oh, year. Oh
1: he didn't he coach the uh the
0: Olympic team the Olympic the team, Olympic yes. team? Yes. Yeah, the, miracle the Miracle Team on Ice, 83, yes. or yes. Yes. what was
1: that year? 83?
0: Eighty three? 80. 80. Eighty 1980. Yeah. Miracle on ice. Yeah, in yeah. New York. Yeah, and Lake Placid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when the frozen wow. four is going to be.
1: You know what? We hear so much about the the uh the NCAA basketball, the men's, the women's, and... uh, but Very little about hockey.
0: Exactly. Very little (laughs) about hockey. That is
1: crazy. So when I asked you that, I'm like, okay, I know that's not a Stanley Cup. What's the Frozen Four? I'm thinking it's the outside skating, you know, like how they have it on New Year's Day. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What's up? Why... Yeah, sometimes hockey, I think, gets the uh, bad rap.
0: Yeah, they, they do. It's it's very. Uh, it's not really talked about on a national basis very much. Uh, but uh, Frozen Four, I mean, not, not the Frozen Four, the uh, the New Year's Day yes. game in uh, 2023 is going to be at Fenway Park. I know. I I, I can't remember if they've named the opponent or not
1: um, for the you know Bruins. We'll not have to sure check that, that out. Not, and I want to check. I you know what? Before. Before I come on again, I want to check to see if they've started selling tickets. Would they have already started selling tickets for something like that?
0: Yeah. Because uh, I would uh, well, love
1: to go to that. I would I, love to I, do I that. I don't know
0: if tickets are on sale for that or not, but uh yeah, Bruins are going to play the New Year's Day game twenty twenty three.
1: They they call that something. It's not the New Year's isn't it? What's it called? Outside? What's that called? Yeah. I know that sounds crazy. There's a Term for there,
0: that. there is a There is a term for it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not sure. Ju- you know, my my uh, old, one of my my oldest son actually went to one of those down in D.C. area. I think yeah. it was at, um, down at near Nat, Nat Stadium. Stadium. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had gone to that. That kid actually also went to a Super Bowl. So, I mean, I'm not sure where. Um, yeah,
0: it's the Winter Classic. By winter. The, way. the Winter Thank Classic. You. Yep. Thank you. Thank yep.
1: you. Oh my gosh.
0: And as far as I know. Uh, they will. Uh, they have not announced the opponent. They have not as yet.
1: So let, let me see. Yet. So the Bruins against. Yep. Oh my God, yep. that would be cool.
0: Yep. And oh. the Bruins did host it uh, one time in 2010, 2010 when they beat the uh, Philadelphia Flyers in overtime, two to one. Two but to one. No opponent has been named as yet because the schedule really hasn't I come know. out. I know.
1: I know. I'm just trying to think of what yeah. would be a great. You know, team for them to play against to draw the crowd. and Yeah,
0: well, it's the, it doesn't matter who they play. There's, that place is going to be packed.
1: Yes, it correct. Really, but
0: I mean, for a television audience, I, I don't know. I mean, the Bruins, uh, their major rival over the years has always been Montreal. Right. Yeah, but Perhaps. I don't know if it will be. Yes. Les Habitants. Yes. Les Habitants. Uh, But I don't know if it will be because they want to attract, uh, you know, more of an American audience. So it might be like the New York Rangers or uh, somebody. But we'll wait and see who it's going to be, and uh, we'll keep you posted. We'll have to take one more break here. We're heading down the home stretch, Kale and Company. Oh, man, so many things. So (laughs) many things happening. This is wacky. But uh, we have to take a break. It's WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by Weed Family Automotive. Com. Well, in the uh, waning moments we have on this edition of Kale and Company on WKXL and NHTalkRadio.com, uh, Kitty Ray mostly talks about movies, but we diverted. I know so many other things going on, but uh, the uh, a great movie that's out right now is called Infinite Storm, and it's about a true story that happened. On New Hampshire's Mount Washington. Yes, but we only have about a minute to talk about it. Oh my
1: gosh! It. You know, it's a um, it's a it's a good movie. Great cinematography. It's uh, it is Pam Bales who is that experienced hiker from New Hampshire. She goes uh, climbs up Mount Washington. A blizzard comes. She sees a stranded man who looks like he was actually couldn't walk. Yeah, forces him. And he down. was in sneakers. That's how she actually knew she saw footprints of sneakers. Yeah. And she followed them. She went off the trail. And she saved him and forced him down. But in a way, he saved her.
0: Changed both of their lives, yes. really. Yeah. And uh, it is an outstanding movie. And uh, it is based on a true story. Uh, Pam Bales was involved. Who, who's the star again?
1: Naomi Watts.
0: Naomi Watts. Okay. Mm-hmm. True story. However, it was filmed in Poland.
1: Yeah, I know. I the New know. Hampshire
0: Film Bureau has to step up to you the waited plate, to folks. the end. Yeah. 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 But anyway. All right. It's a good movie. Kitty Ray, thank you. As thank always, you. for your participation on Kale and Company, you will get a star on your forehead. I'm going to go leave, eat some guacamole. When you leave today, Eat some of that expensive <laughs> guacamole. Yes. That'll do it for this edition of Kale and Company, WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com.